are back. According to last Sunday's Sacramento Bee, arena adversaries are preparing for battle. And uh, the Bee broke it down by team rosters, the supporters and opponents of the efforts to um, have taxpayers finance a uh, sports arena that will then be turned over to the benefit of billionaire team owners. The supporters include, of course, Joe and Gavin Maloof, along with the usual suspects, Sacramento Vice Mayor Rob Fong, Sacramento County Supervisor Roger Dickinson, former Assemblyman Daryl Steinberg, Sacramento Mayor Heather Fargo, and Sacramento County Supervisor Susan Peters. Opposing the measure is Radio Parallax, (laughs) Democratic Assemblyman Dave Jones, Some organizations that have endorsed the anti-arena campaign on their websites include People United for a Better Sacramento, the Sacramento Police Officers Association, Sacramento Gray Panthers, Sacramento League of United Latin American Citizens, Sacramento La Raza Network, Unite Now, Local 75, the Sacramento City Taxpayers' Rights League, Keith Weber, president of the Antelope Highlands Chamber of Commerce, Richard Green, president of the Stockton Boulevard Business Partnership, Marcy Lowney, president of the Sacramento City Teachers Association. And evidently, though he's not saying so officially, Daniel Weintraub of the Sacramento Bee. To quote from his editorial on last Sunday's Sacramento Bee, Sacramento County voters who are serious about evaluating the proposal to build a new arena for the owners of the NBA Kings will soon discover what every credible study on the subject has concluded. New arenas add little or nothing to the economies of the regions in which they are built. Balancing that off, of course, is uh, sports writer Eileen Voison's commentary a few days back, which actually was sent to us by Mary. We thank you for that, but Mary, we'd already snagged a copy ourselves. We knew this was going to make the show. Although uh, Ms. Voison says that she's an unapologetic liberal who would rather hug trees and donate to the Amnesty International Fund than spend a nanosecond or dime helping the rich get richer, she says the issue is about enhancing the quality of life here in Sacramento. Eileen apparently thinks that poor Joe and Gavin are just misunderstood. For example, back in 2004 when City Councilman Steve Cohn proposed a financial limit on the city's contribution to any future arena negotiations, the boys were infuriated by what are described in the column as the last-second motion and secretive backroom maneuverings. Yes, what an outrageous suggestion by Councilman Cohn that the city should actually place a limit on the amount of money it's obliged to spend. Oh, Miss Voison thinks that the Maloof's reaction to that was completely understandable. Their, their reaction, we remind you, was to be infuriated by the suggestion. We're going to see if we can get Eileen uh, Voison on the program in the future and have a spirited talk about her column and, and her opinion, particularly in view of the fact that in that very same issue of The Bee, on page one, was the following. King Palm, the thoroughbred racehorse owned by Joe and, Mag- and Gavin Maloof, has finished second in nine straight races. This apparently is some kind of record and has gotten some contact to the Maloofs from Ripley's Believe It or Not and Guinness World Records. But uh, before you feel too sorry for the horse that likes to place instead of win, keep in mind that he has earned $100,000 without reaching the winner's circle. Joe and Gavin, we will remind you, are the billionaire owners of Las Vegas casinos. Let's talk about this subject with our sports correspondent.
Mr. Sean Minton. Welcome back, Sean. For the 900th time. Thank you. You, I, I believe, are the record holder. <laughs> Most appearances on Radio Parallax. I'm proud, and I want to keep that record. So I'll be back again next week. <laughs> well, you may well indeed be. <laughs> the effort by local Sacramento politicians to take $500 million <laughs> of taxpayers' money and basically turn it over to a couple of billionaires from Las Vegas. I sense just purely on the nature of the way you said that that you're opposed to this. I did sort of phrase it in a somewhat <laughs> negative way. These two jerks from Las Vegas who own this fabulous, fabulous resort with beautiful women scantily clad all over the place. They've got a tough life, don't they? They do. And the latest breaking news was that Steve Cohn, our local our local council person in Sacramento here, ran the numbers and decided that it would be cheaper for the city to just build the arena and give it to the Maloofs. <laughs> Well, the way they have it set up, you know, with the simple majority, um, is it's pretty ridiculous the way a referendum would be set up. And secondly, you know, I, I've done research on this in the past, and there is no proof anywhere, and you can challenge anybody to this, that an arena brings in extra income. It does bring in extra jobs, but in terms of the income that it generates from people going to the sporting events, the people being paid, it's it's really not a, a significant step up for a community. It's a complete snow job by owners and politicians and the players themselves to, to get the public to fund these things. In the long run, it makes absolutely no sense to someone who wants to say, uh, in my case, uh, maybe see their garbage rates go down. Yeah. It does me no good because I don't go to that many games. And I don't attend that many musical events. So for most people, it's a joke. It's just it's so heavily promoted. You know the name so well that uh, it's, it's always something that's pushed to the forefront. Anytime a team is being threatened to be taken away from a community, that's when all the politicians dig in. That's a pretty easy issue to get behind because it's it's not super complicated. They're either going to stay or they're going to go, and that's why you're seeing so much publicity on this right now. Apparently our local assemblyman, Dave Jones, pretty good guy. We've, we've had him on Radio Parallax before. Was saying that you know when I when we, we talk about aid to various localities in 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 California, working in the assembly as he does, he said it seems to me that people are going to say say to him if they haven't already, and I think they have already, you know you must not need the dough too bad in Sacramento if you want to give a half a billion dollars <laughs> to these guys from Vegas. Yeah, and look, you know when you look at the the primary location, you know they want to rejuvenate downtown. They want to put this in a, in an old rail yard that has. You know, environmentally, it's as bad as a Superfund site. You're either going to have to dig all that dirt out and send it someplace, or they're actually literally talking about building right on top of this stuff. So, you know, 10 years down the down the road, when, you, when your parts aren't working for some reason, it's probably because you were a season ticket holder because they have very little foresight. This has been talked about so much, they're really in panic mode. And um, it looks bad when a team leaves, but again, the economic impact is really, really minimal, and people just don't seem to understand that. Well, two points. Actually, let's let's talk about the issue of what arenas are alleged to do. And you said that the studies have shown that they don't do that much. And, and I've read the same thing, that study after study shows that it, it cuts the pie a different way, but doesn't make a bigger pie. Right. There's, there's really a couple of things that an arena and a sports team does. One, for sports fans, it's great to go out and see a live NBA game. For the city, what the city will tell you and, and what the people who are trying to bring 
tourism and conventions into town will say is, oh, we've closed lots of deals when we've been in a suite at a game and we're schmoozing people and it's a, <laughs> it's an extra opportunity for people to come and do something else when they're in Sacramento besides going to the railroad museum. You do, you do hear that. You hear exactly that argument offered. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and it's completely ridiculous. And this point that they try to bring up about employing people and bringing in additional income, when you weigh the fact that you're going to be spending a half a billion dollars Anybody that would sit down and try to work out those numbers would see that they, they just do not jive in any way. Yeah, this reminds me of, of, of the stats they, they often show with the administration that we've created all these new jobs uh, when most of those jobs seem to involve asking, do you want fries with that? <laughs> I'm not seeing, you know, I've never seen the benefits package for someone selling wieners, but I got to believe it's <laughs> it's short and sweet in terms of here's your check, have a nice day. Now, don't forget now, those, now go those, to your real job. Those valuable t-shirt concessions. Oh, yeah. If you, you know, there, there is some tax money involved, and there, there are a few minor things involved, but, but over the course of the long run, you know, and I love sports. I just, you know, can this community really support a team like this all the time? And, and you know, up in Seattle right now, they're having an issue with Key Arena where the Sonics play, where uh, the Sonics were just sold because the city really didn't want to fund a new arena for them. And mm-hmm. so a guy from Oklahoma City came in and bought the team. He says, you know, we're going to keep him here for at least a year, uh-huh. and then we're going to reevaluate. And that's what the Maloofs are doing. That you know, they they throw out the little threats. You know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna look at our options. We're not happy with the arena. We're gonna, you know, we may look at at, at some alternatives here. And all it is is it's little threats thrown out, and everybody you know gets in a little tiz because they don't want the team to leave. But I guarantee you, after three or four years, nobody would miss them. I, I I couldn't agree with you more. Doesn't that suck when you agree with somebody? <laughs> well, it does. You do want to have disagreement for good radio, I guess. But well, uh, it it is. It's it's unfortunately, it's just you know people want to hang on to these. It took them so long to get a professional franchise. They're very proud of the team, you know. And for the last four or five years prior to this season, you know they were they were a great team. They made it to the Western Conference Finals, but. There just comes a point where, again, you know, I'm, I'm, I got another hike, and I don't want to go off on another tangent here. I just got a hike from the city on my, on my water and my garbage, and you know, they, they keep hiking everything up, and yet here they say, pay more for this, and then we're going to throw an additional tax on so you can pay for this. And I, for one, you know, without giving too much away, I, I for one, will probably vote that down. Well, I, all I know is, <clears throat> once a year in Sacramento, I get a tax bill from the city <laughs> for the muck. 13 feet down under my boat, which they found some legal way that it's supposed to be a property tax, which I owe the city, for the boat slip that I rent. They, they found a way to tax the mud underneath my boat to the tune of like $57 a year. Multiply that. That's like yeah, probably a million bucks for yep. every, every boat owner in town. Yep. Hey, there's one other point I want to make about the, uh, about the arena, and people really need to pay attention to this. The $500 million is is the most current estimate. I guarantee you that that will go up to six to seven hundred million sure. by the time this I mean sure. I've never seen a stadium built where they say, right. Hey, guess what? We're right. on your budget. This right. is fantastic. Exactly. It's gonna go and they'll go, oops, well, you know, we've committed this much. What's another one hundred or two hundred million dollars? You know, we've already we've already put our foot yeah, right. foot down and, and there's nothing we can do about it. And that's that's another part that's pretty silly. Well, you see that in the Pentagon. They always lowball the estimates once you get yep. the contract. No one's backing out of it saying, oh, you know what? We're not going to build that bomber after all. Right. Hey. Doesn't and, happen. And, you know, they're trying to convince us that it's going to be – it's going to bring in better concerts and, and, and better conventions and things like that. And do you, know of any, do you know of any other arrangements where owners of the sports team in other, in other, uh, other cities – 
get to keep all the dollars from all the concerts? Um, a lot of them. I know that Paul Allen up really? in Portland gets to do that. And, and that's, again, that's just a one billionaire holding a, a city hostage. They yeah. can go in. These days, they can pretty much go in and name their terms because there there is nobody within a city, whether it's a mayor, a city council, administrators, who have the guts to stand up to these guys and say enough already. Nobody wants to do that. Well, we because, got a few politicians here in town that are doing that. Dave Jones and maybe now Steve Cohn's on board, too, I hope. Well, I would hope so, because the, the problem with that is as an issue it's very easy for someone who is running against them to say you're the reason the king's left although you know that probably isn't true it's an it's an issue that's very easy to grasp versus you know budget stuff and numbers crunching and things like that this is a very kind of black or white issue for most politicians well final final point you mentioned the, the, how they're wording this thing when they slip it onto the ballot they're being very clever about it so you can pass it with a 51% right. majority rather than the right. usual two-thirds for most tax issues. Right. And again, that's that's something where the, the people have been kind of sold a bill of goods. And unless you look at it, mm-hmm. you know, if you're just in there on November 7th or 8th or whenever, the, and you're just kind of sliding through these things, if you haven't educated yourself on that, if you don't pay attention and, and make sure you mark what you mean to mark, you're going to end up paying for a new state deal. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine there will be some confusion in the ballot box. They always manage to word these things so that people right. are going, if I vote yes, it means that I'm against it? or it Right. Mean, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff going on this election, too. If the election was held today, you think it would pass? I think it would pass. It would not pass because of me or you, but I believe that it would pass because this whole feeling of civic pride, we don't want to let the team go, it's almost admitting defeat. You know, if, if the Kings leave and go somewhere else, that's that's kind of saying Sacramento was not capable of supporting a professional franchise. Well, yeah, I, I always like this argument put forward that, you know, because we have the Kings, it makes us a first-class city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, Doug, it's the Railroad Museum. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, if the Kings went away, all we'd have left was being the capital of the state. <laughs> with that big old gold bridge <laughs> well sean minton it's always a pleasure we will i promise you return to this stadium topic before november 7th good that of course was our good friend sean minton a former sports reporter throughout the pacific northwest and currently radio parallax's sports commentator all right we're just about out of time here in our second segment but um I just want to go out, quoting Eileen Voison once again. The title of her column was, of course, Maloof's Care About Community. We agree. Pickpockets generally do care about the community. If they had no crowd to work, where would they be? You're listening to Radio Parallax on KDVS 90.3 FM, Davis, Sacramento. I'm Douglas Everett, and I'll be back in segment three with uh, more good stuff. At least, we think it's good stuff, but let us know what you think at info at radioparallax.com. Yeah.